You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. Um, this, is, this is really funny to me saying this because Pastor Todd's probably listening right now, but okay, if he is, it's fine. Luke is my least favorite gospel in the Bible. Yeah, I'm serious. I, I like reading Luke less than any of the gospels. You know why? He's too detailed for me. I don't care about all the details. Just get to the end of the story. Does Jesus live or does he die? That's all I care about, right? I don't care about the middle stuff. And so the details, I don't care about them. And that's weird. And am I right? Details are not me. They're not me at all. I want you to tell me how to get to A and B as fast as we can get there. I don't care about all the middle stuff, right? But as we're doing Luke today, we get to talk a little bit about the details of what all the other Gospels didn't add in, which Luke is very good if you want the details. It's great, okay? And today we're going to talk about, in Luke chapter 7, uh, starts verse 11, and we're going to talk about a, a lady that lost her son. And it's a widow lady. Let's just read it. It's, it's not very long. It's, it's uh, Luke chapter 7, starting verse 11, and I bring it out of the TPT, so it's my favorite version yet, I think. It says, shortly afterward, Jesus left on a journey for the village of Nan with a massive crowd of people following him along with his disciples. As he approached the village, he met a multitude of people in a funeral procession who were mourning as they carried the body of a young man to to the cemetery. Sorry, The boy was his mother's only son, and she was a widow. When the Lord saw the grieving mother, his heart broke for her. With great tenderness, he said to her, please don't cry. Then he stepped up to the coffin and touched it. When the pallbearers came to a halt, Jesus said to the corpse, Young man, I say to you, arise and live. Immediately the young man moved, sat up, and spoke to those nearby. Jesus presented the son to his mother alive. A tremendous sense of holy mistrust over the crowd as they witnessed this miracle of resurrection. Wow. So we're going to talk a little about today. We're not going to really focus on Jesus bringing people back from death to life, which, get me wrong, he can do that. But I'm not going there today, okay? Um, let's, let's just look at the first, the first point I have up on the uh, screen there. And it's never die, never dead, sorry. It says, sometimes in our situation, we just need the right person. Right? We just read the story of the lady in Nan, right? If, if you don't say it that way, I'm sorry. That's how I say it. But they were, she was having a funeral for her son that's dead. Now, the crazy thing about the story is, I think she just said earlier about God works in crazy ways. She had no ideal. Understand what I'm saying? She had no ideal that God was going to be by her that day. She had no clue. She thought her life was over. You're taking everything that I love. I'm a widow. All I have is my son, and now he's dead. I have nothing else to live for. She had no idea that the one that gave life was going to walk by that funeral procession that day. No idea. And so, you know, we can look at this and say, you know, she wasn't alone. You're not alone. You're not alone either. Let's take it back to our situations. Let's take it back to our hopes, to our dreams, to our desires. The thing in the back of our mind that we've put back because, God, it's been 10 years and nothing's happening. 
You've already called that thing dead. It's back there. If it happens, so what? It's dead to you pretty much. I'm telling you today, God can bring those things to life. They are not dead. I proclaim that they will not be dead. I proclaim to you today that if you had put them back, then you said, God, it's been so long. Nothing's ever going to happen. I say today, I say not that way. I say today they're going to live, they're going to rise, and they're going to be a part of your life again. Right? So many times we get caught up in this thing where we say, oh, there's no timer back there. That's crazy. I was going to keep up with the timer. That's okay. But, uh, but um, I, don't, I guess I can go all day long. But, but no, but so many times we say, you know, God, I had this dream when I was a kid, you know, when I was, when I was 16, I had a dream, God, about doing this. But, but you know, God, I know you had other plans and I got married and had kids and I didn't go to college and I know my dreams. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I'll go. I'll move on. I'll move on. <laughs> yeah. You, you, are you there with me? Are you with me? Everybody have a dream that, you know, maybe that they put back because stuff happens. Situations happen. Things happen. I'm here to tell you today, God brings things to life. It's only over when God says it's over. And that's the only time it's ever over. Right? My mom always told me that. Said, you don't make the calls, son. God makes the calls. <laughs> Whatever you say really doesn't matter. It matters when God says it. Right? See, my deal is, sometimes I think we need to get out of the way. You know, to be honest with you, I think we do try to do too much. I've said it before. I can't do anything without God. I can't stand up here and talk to you without Jesus. If I, if I did, I would be a miss. I would be a miss. That would be embarrassing. If I come up here without prayer, without reading the word, and try to tell you something, that's wrong of me. You have to have God. If you hear anything else today, remember, it's not over until God says it's over. I don't care where you're at. I got to... I wasn't going to share this story I'm going to now. If she's listening, I'm sorry, Sean. I really apologize, but I hope you are listening. I got a cousin in Oklahoma. She's a teacher in um, school, McLeod, Oklahoma. Not a very big place. Probably never heard of it. It's no big deal if you haven't. It's off I-40. But she's a teacher in McLeod, and, and things happen in her life. Situations happen, and she has two sons. One's in the military. One's like a man to your Chick-fil-A. Beside the point. And things in her life happen, and she got a divorce, which, hey, things happen, right? And um, after this divorce, she thought, you know, she would never find somebody that really loved her like her first husband loved her. She never thought she'd ever find that. Well, long story short, she found a young man, young man, a man, Keith. He's older than she is, but he found, she found a guy named Keith. He's sweet to her. Man, he's like, he's like, you know, you women, when you find that Prince Charming, all the things you think he's going to be, that's what he really is. That's what he is to her. He waits on her. Whatever she wants, he does. I mean, he is the man for her, right? And long story short here, uh, I don't know why it happens. I can't head her and tell you why things happen. He got diagnosed with stage four. I'm not sure where it's at, but it's not good. And the doctor said, I gave him two years. That's the most he's going to live. Oh, man, she's devastated, guys. She's devastated. I'm here to tell you, it's only over when God says it's over. Doctors don't make the calls. We just go to them and get predictions. 
They're the predictors. They're like ESPN. When they predict who's going to win the championship, that's all you're doing. You're predicting. Something else may happen different, right? Right? Because right now, ESPN has the Warriors sweeping the Raptors. Guess what? We don't know that's going to happen. Do we? We don't know he's going to die in two years. He may live forever. God makes that call. We don't make that call. You know why? Step back and let God do what God does. Get out of the way. You don't heal anybody. God heals them. You don't speak life. God speaks life. He may use you, but ain't you, it's him. Understand that. Understand that real quick. It's not us. It's God. In that situation, in that moment, God walked by that funeral procession. That lady had no idea. Her life is over. And God walked. The cool thing about stories is God touched, touched the, the casket, touched it. Like, put that down. Put that on the ground. Quit moving. Stop. And then he said, hey, young man, get up. It wasn't over until he said it was over. Right? And you know what's cool about the TPT, the Bible? No other version I found says this. It says immediately. You know what that word means? Well, I got it if you know what it means. Immediately says at once, instantly. The young man rose up. Now, listen what I'm saying here. I might get off the, don't worry about the points. It's not a big deal today. But <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not going to go anything I'm going to today. Your situation, you say, well, Grant, it doesn't happen instantly. Oh, yes, it does. You just don't know it. God works and processes sometimes. And when you pray, your situation instantly starts getting different. You just don't notice it. It may take a minute, but it does happen instantly. You just don't see it. I'm telling you right now, I said, I said, God, I can't say that because sometimes things take longer time than normal. I said, say it. They do happen instantly. You just don't see it. The Bible says immediately the young man set up. The mama had to be amazed. I said, whoa, my son's not dead. He's alive. That dream that you set back and said, it's never going to happen. It's going to be alive today. It's alive today. That thing you've always wanted and you said, no, things happen. I can't have it. It's alive today. It's alive today. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's alive today. You know why? Because Jesus is passing by today. He's just coming by your funeral procession today. He's coming by the ceremony today and saying, you know what? Why are you so sad today? I'm Jesus. I showed up today. That sad boy's not dead. He's alive. Right? And then what's cool about the story is the, the TPT says that he had compassion. Jesus walked by the lady. Now, this has really got me, okay? This really got me. The king of kings, the lord of lords, can do anything he wants. And he walked by her, and he felt sad. You believe that? That the man that created everything, he felt compassion. You know what he told her? Stop crying. Please stop crying. Stop crying. He had compassion. Compassion. Check out what this word means. Sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. 
Yeah, the TP said exactly what it says. Please stop crying. Stop crying. Can you imagine being that lady right there? Now think about your situation. Think about that thing that you've already called dead and you, you've already buried it by now. It's already in the ground. Think about that thing. Everybody has in their head that, that, that they buried and it's in the ground and they're not going to bring it back up again. That's what she was doing that day, guys. She was a widow. All she had was her son. About to bury him and it's about to be over. I'm alone. She already had it planned out. It's over. Please don't cry. You imagine a feeling when the pallbearers, with your situation, the pallbearers are walking, about to bury your situation, about the thing that you're going to de- bury. And Jesus says, you know what? Hey, put that down. Hey, put that down. I'm not done with their, their dreams. I'm not done with their desires. I'm not done with that thing they want really bad. You put that down right now. We're not done. Don't th- One more step. Put it down. But, 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 God, but, but God, it's dead. It, it's dead. It's not breathing. It's cold. It's dead. I said, put it down. I'm not done. But God, you don't understand. It's been 10 years and it's not happening. It's over now. I said, put that down. And the Bible says when he spoke, when he spoke the words... Stand up. He said it. Stand up. Get up. Wake up. Come alive. Man, that word, I told my mom this at her house. I was saying, Mom, that word immediately gets me every time. Immediately. Man, instantly. There is no pause. There is no pause. Immediately, the young man moved, set up, and spoke to those nearby. He spoke to them. He's having a conversation with them. Hey, mom, look, I'm alive. I'm not dead. Maybe you wanted to go back to college. And you thought it was over. You thought it was dead. It's not dead. Are you dead? Then it's not dead. Are you breathing? Then it's breathing. Maybe someone told you you couldn't do something. Are you breathing today? Are you alive? Don't listen to that mess. You can do it. It's alive. Man, I don't want you to feel it today. When I, was, when I was preaching to myself, which I do every time I preach, I preach to Grant, and it's weird that I do, and I know people think I'm weird, but that's okay. I don't care. I was, I was doing it at work on the forklift last night, preaching to someone on a forklift, going like this, lifting up. Man, it's not dead. God, it's alive, you know? Preaching to myself, and people going by me like, what is this guy saying? It's alive. Are those tomatoes alive? They could be, I guess. I don't know. It's alive. Your situation is not dead. Proclaim it today. Proclaim it today. When death meets life. Do I have a quote that says that? Is there a quote up here? Or not? I'm not sure if it's up there. Let's see what that says. I'm not sure. When death seems certain, Jesus brings life. When death seems certain, Jesus brings life. I'm going to tell you something. When death meets life, death loses every time. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Man, guys, I'm telling you today, I don't know what is happening. I don't know what's going on. I don't. But I can tell you what I feel. 
that there's things in this room today that has been claimed, that's been, that's been, that's been told they were dead. I oh, man, I'm this strong. That's been told they were dead. It's been told, don't even try that because it's not going to happen. It's been too long ago and it's over. It's here today. Yeah, that, that, that's here. And I'm going to tell you today, Jesus is telling you to put that casket down. You put that thing down you said it was dead. Actually, be better now. You bring it to me, not me, Jesus. And we're going we're gonna to look at this thing you call dead. Who said you can't go back to college after you're 30? They didn't tell my wife that. She didn't know any better. She was married with two kids and got her bachelor's degree and got a master's degree. Don't tell me it's dead. It's alive. It's, it, the deal is, do you want to see it live again? That's the question. See, see, Jesus can bring it back to life, but do you want it alive again? See, you know why Jesus brought that lady's son back to life? You know why he did? Because she wanted him to live again. That's why. She wanted her son to live again. That's why he brought him back to life. Why did he have compassion if he didn't care? He said, please don't cry. Please don't cry. Hey, you want that dream that you put back on the bill 20 years ago? Hey, don't cry. It's going to be alive today. It's going to be alive today. See, right now, um, there's no details. I don't, no one needs to know any details. But, you know, there's, you know, God, I, I was, I was pre- preparing and preaching. I said, God, I, I, and as soon as I said it, go figure, don't ever tell God this. I need to be able to relate myself. I need to be able to relate to this. You know, situations that, that I think are dead and that there's no hope. I need to relate to it. Oh, he said, okay, you want to relate to it? That's fine. There you go. You got it. Lo and behold, go figure, right? No details. You don't need to know. Going through something right now in my life, me and my wife are, that <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I know that what Jesus says, but in my human mind, I don't know what's going to happen. You know? But I do know what Jesus says. And Jesus tells me, don't cry. It'll be okay. You know why? Because I'm passing by. I'm passing by today. You know why? Because I care about you. I love you. All the people in the world that day. And he had to pass by this lady's funeral procession. See, you're getting the picture here. It was not... In her eyes, this was not supposed to happen. It was a normal funeral. She was burying her son. And Jesus happened to walk by Nan that day. Just happened to walk by that day. <laughs> Man, I don't know about you, but that's some crazy stuff right there. He just happened to walk by that day, huh? No, not on accident. It wasn't by accident he walked by. He knew the little kid was dead and the widow was about to bury her son. He knew that. Come on, he's Jesus for crying out loud. <laughs> it wasn't a mystery it happened. Oh, well, it's such a... No, it wasn't a mystery. God knew what he was doing. Give God some credit, guys. He knows everything. Sometimes you think everything's so... I don't know how this happened. Really? You don't? Now, hold on. Genesis, I think, if you read Genesis, it says he made their world in seven days, guys. Spoke it, and it was there. Light, and there'd be light. Animals, and there animals. Water, water. And we wonder how things happen. No, don't wonder how they happen. When they happen, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's not dead. It's alive. And the story goes on. It says, a tremendous sense, a holy mystery slept over the crowd as they witnessed this miracle of resurrection. They shouted praises to God, saying, 
God himself has visited us to bless his people. A great prophet has appeared among us. The news of Jesus and this miracle raced throughout Judah and the entire surrounding region. Today, today, market in history today. What's the date? It is the 26th, right? 26th of May. Thank you. 26th of May. Put in your calendars, guys. That thing that you put back in your calendar, marked it off, X'd it off, right? Go back and look at it. It's about to become alive today. You know why it is? Because you really hadn't forgot about it. You just tell people that. You just tell them, oh, I don't care about that. It's over, right? That's a lie. That's a lie. You do care about it. You know why? You wouldn't bring it up and say it's a lie. I don't care about that. It's been a long time ago. No, you care about it. You wouldn't say anything about it if you didn't care about it. I'm going to tell you that right now. You care about it. And Jesus is telling you something today. He's saying, you know what? I'm going to give you what you desired, a house. It's not dead. It's alive. He knows exactly what you want to give you. It's in his time. He's going to walk by the perfect time when you think it's dead and say, no, that house right there, that one's it. It's alive. You. A baby's in your future. It's alive. That's alive. You know why? Jesus knows your desire. He knows you want a baby. And guess what? Today, it's alive. Today, there's going to be life in this place today. Life in this place today. You know, I wouldn't be specific on this, but today, as we pray today, you, I'm, I'm ready to pray. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about the computer back there. I, I, it was crazy today. It's okay. As we pray today, I'm going to be specific today. I usually say, no, it's not a big deal what we pray about, but today, I'm going to be specific today. So pardon me if it's not what you wanted. I apologize now for later. But today, I want to pray specifically for situations in your life that you've claimed them as dead, but you really want them to live. I want to pray today they live. I want to pray today Jesus is passing by and he's going to wake them up today. Hey, wake up, sleepy. Hey, wake up, sleepy. It's not time to go to sleep yet. I'm not done yet with them. I'm not finished with them yet. They still have dreams and desires and hopes. I'm going to give that to them today. I'm not finished with them. I don't care if they're 40, 50, 60. They're still alive, so I'm still using them. Right? Age doesn't matter to me. Just a number. For crying out loud, we just heard about Sarah and Abraham for crying out loud. They were in their hundreds. Hello, wake up. Then we hear about Samuel in the Bible. He was a little boy. God doesn't care about your age. He cares about, do you want it? Do you really want what you said you wanted? you really want that thing you cried about at night? Do you really want it? It's yours today. It's yours today. It says all you have to have, people, listen to this. All you have to have to see mountains move it's a mustard seed faith. Whoa. I wish I'd have brought it. I have one refrigerator. There's a mustard seed. I think my daughter gave it to me. Somebody did. It doesn't matter. It's a mustard seed on my refrigerator that is so tiny, okay? So small. 
And Jesus says, if I have that much faith, I can stay to that mountain, jump, and it jumps out of my way. Whoa, that's all I got to have, God? That's it? And you'll move mountains out of my way? Well, I got that much faith today, God. I hope. I want to see things live today, God. The things that I dream and desire, I want them. Do you want them? Do you want them today? That's your call. I can't make that call. I think you do. So today our pastor is going to be up front and the back. Who's ever back there and you want to have prayer for that thing that you thought was not going to live? By faith today. By faith today. We are proclaiming life at Hope Church. To any situation. To marriages that maybe you thought they were dead. There's no chance in the world it's ever going to work. They don't want to work on it. No, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, I'm life. I'm bringing that life back to this.